This is 100.7 KPXI, and it's time for Out to Pastor, a weekly show that takes a look back at recent events in Henderson and Russ County and looks ahead at some of the upcoming events around the area. It's Out to Pastor. Now, here's Jimmy Holmes and Matt Golson. Well, Matt, here we go again. Here we go again. We've been working since August to get in this very spot. Yeah. It's been a long trek. Yeah, we got it. It's gone by fast, though. It's gone by fast, but partly because we got so much going on around That's here. That's true. We can't keep up. Oh, it's going to be a big night, big weekend. Oh, it man. was a big weekend last weekend. Big weekend last weekend. You know, today on the show, we got to get everybody caught up on the Syrup Festival. There were some major doings at the Syrup Festival. Oh, major events. For the town, yeah. for the Kiwanis Club, for the Out to Pasture program. Yeah. Been a big week in the life of the Out to Pasture program. We got to cover all that. Then we got to get ready for game day, game days. Thank game, you. Yeah, thank you. Game days. We're in playoffs now. Playoffs. Game season. days. Plural. We got Thursday, Friday, and Saturday games going on. This week in particular, we got a Friday, Saturday, Henderson, Carlisle doubleheader kind of thing going right, on. Right. Right. That we got to talk about, and then yeah, you know, we got to we got to get everybody ready. For the road trip over to Corsicana. Right. And there's a big debate about that. There's a big debate. We're going to get right in the midst of that, jump in with both feet and get it settled once and for all. But we got a lot to cover. So let's start with the Syrup Festival last week. Roughly a million people. Give or take. Unofficial uh, headcount. Yeah. But a number of people were there. No, there were a number of people. <laughs> <laughs> I even saw KPXI's very own Mark McLean. It was a celebrity sighting. So, yes, I had a celebrity sighting. He saw me, turned around, I never saw him again. I don't, I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, he's like some elusive. Yeah, he, he's like a Jaguar Monday. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk more about that some other time. Yeah. Let's just suffice it to say that I... I warned you before we went on the air that I didn't know when it was going to happen, but I knew you were going to say something at some point that was going to give me the chance to say Jaguarundi. Right. And there you have it. And there it is. It, happened it only took, what, segment. two minutes? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, here's what happened to me over at the, the Kiwanis Syrup booth that I feel like is just pure out-to-pasture moment. Now, I'm, I'm sitting in my rocking chair over there because, you know, I have these... They're, they're folding like lawn chairs that you take to the ball games with. Right, right. Yeah. Trina Foster had one with the baseball park last year, and we glommed onto a couple. But it's a rocking chair. It's about the coolest thing you've ever unfolded. Everyone was fighting over them. It was yeah. a hot ticket item. Yeah. Well, I'm sitting in my rocking chair, and all I'm doing is making change over at the cash drawer. And the kids from the key club, who were outstanding, by the way, we're working the table over at Selling Circle. I think the kids did a lot more work than we did. Uh, I can only speak for myself, but yes. Yeah. They, they, they were excellent. Excellent. Head and shoulders. Well, this guy comes around the table, and he gets a couple of jars of syrup, and he comes around the corner. Now, she, the girl picks the syrup up, and she passes it around the corner and sets it by me. He's standing across the table, and the guy says, I don't know what started the conversation, but I heard him say, do you all deliver the syrup? I said, sure, yeah, sure we do here. And I grabbed it off the table and I handed it to him. I said, there you go. <laughs> so he kind of rolled his eyes, as you might expect. And then he turned to me and said, how much is it? And I said, that'll be $16. He said, I thought it was only 14 I said, well, there's a $2 delivery charge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably won't be back next year. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah. He's probably somewhere back home this week saying, let me tell you what happened at that syrup. Yeah, let me tell you about this. That's what this guy said to me. Delivery charge, $2. Please. 
please. Well, then I bumped into our good friend Lisa Parton, too. Now, you know, I've been trying to get Lisa on the show, and I almost had her. But, again, it kind of spooked her. You know, she got right, right up to doing it, and then she just kind of right. spooked on me like a jaguarundi. <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't come on the show. But, you know, she has developed this whole chicken operation of some kind at her house. She's a big fan of the chickens. Because I was talking to her about how mine, mine are the ones I don't have anymore, but the ones I had at the time were singing, but it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. It was, right. wasn't good at all. So we were talking about what kind of chickens I need to get, and I found out that she knows all about chickens. And she was asking me, well, do you talk to them? Do you feed them blueberries? Do you? It's like, no. Well, that's what you got to do if you want them to sing right. I've never had singing chickens, I'll admit. <laughs> well, they were a big hit in my neighborhood. People over in Concrete were asking me, you got chickens? Yeah, I'm so not sure they were chickens? asking because they wanted more of that. <laughs> That doesn't mean they wanted more. Right. I'm just put that out there. <laughs> well, this one lets you know. Lisa reported that she went out last week to take care of her chickens. And she went into the chicken pen, and everybody else was gone. She was home alone, and the darn gate door swung shut behind her and locked, and she couldn't get out. Oh, the chicken coop? She couldn't get out. She was literally cooped up for three hours. Oh, it was a coup d'etat. <laughs> <laughs> she scooped in there for three hours. With chickens. Yeah. Did they, I mean, at that point, you might as well practice your Christmas specials doing all the singing. I mean, why not? Yeah. She probably had some choir practice in there at that point. Yeah. Handel's Messiah, something. And then there was that one chicken over in the corner going, how do you like it now? <laughs> Keep locking how you yeah. like it. How you like it. Talk to me now. There's always one of those in every every budget, yeah. you know. Yeah. That. There's always one bad bird in there. <laughs> well, so she, that was her story, and then and then I want to report, Matt. This was this was big. We had a big moment in the life of the Out to Pastor program. You know about this? Oh yes, yeah. I'm down at the smokehouse, making my way through the takeout line there. Said hello to some friends down at the end. I come around the corner with my tray, and I set it down, and from behind me, this voice says, you going to keep your day job? Well, I turned around and said, well, what choice I really got, you know? This person says, well, you got your radio show. It's a big hit. Do you believe that? Yeah. That's what, yeah. That's, what, that's what they said. That's what yes, they said. They now, said it's but, a big but hit. It's big. Yeah. Yeah. Bigger than that. And you, you know, didn't even bring it up. I didn't bring it up. It was them. Yeah. Yeah. And it was none other, Matt, than our good friends, Dr. Billy Wayne Irwin and Miss Virginia Irwin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Doc. Doc Irwin, fan of the show. Fan of the show. Longtime listener. Said he listens every Friday on his way to the post office. Now, that's a pretty big endorsement. That is a huge endorsement. Huge endorsement. We're going to have to get him on the show sometime. Just as a thank you for... <laughs> <laughs> that's how we thank our, our fans. You want to be on the show? <laughs> oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. You want to be on tonight? <laughs> we need another guest. So, I bet he could talk about the Jaguar Rundi. I bet you he would know about I mean, the he's Jaguar a vet. Rundi. He knows all this stuff. I bet he's either treated one or treated some animals that have been... Attacked by attacked one. Attacked by one. Right. That's a good idea. See, we'll bring this whole thing together. Well... That's what I do. I that was help. completely off script, and you just nailed it. Well, you know, I try. <laughs> He's an Aggie too, so there's always that. Well, before I forget, the, <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Before I forget about the surf festival, though, you had. Well, I had. A, this was kind of a social event. Yeah, yeah. Of the season. Well, before we get to that, even I also 
got an anonymous endorsement. I, I'm not sure who it was. At the festival? At the festival. Okay. I'm working the other Qantas booth that you were not at. I was at the other one. Yes. At the depot area again, though. And uh, my cousin, uh, Philip Griffith, is in this band, Lee Mathis and the Brutally Handsome. Naturally. Well, I'm not sure about the name of the band, except for the Brutally part. That fits them. Everything else, I don't know. I don't even know if it's Lee Mathis. <laughs> I went to school with most of these guys, and I'm kin to Philip. So this lady comes up and asks, are they selling CDs? Which I'm sure they are. But Philip is playing. I've already, you know, you know, you do the head nod. Sure. And that stuff. We've already communicated that way. So I walk over. He's They're finishing up a song. He looks at me. He, he is such an incredible guitar player. He just walks over to me. He's still playing. He's like, hey. And he just keeps playing. While he's playing. While he's playing. If I'm playing a guitar, I have to concentrate. Don't talk to me. I don't have no time. I'm playing bass. I'm one note at a time, and I can't talk to you. I had the same problem trying to make change at the syrup booth. So. Yeah. They didn't let me handle the money, by mm-hmm. the way. But anyway, so I said, hey, you got any CDs for sale? He's like, yeah, they're down front. Okay, well, this lady over here wanted to know. So I walked over and told her. She goes, okay, well, that's great. I I like their music. You know, all I listen to is KPXI. She said that. She said, I didn't bring anything up. She said, all I listen to is KPXI. She lives like around Rusk or somewhere in there. Oh. Yeah. No, this is a far-off listener. And uh, and I said, really? I said, well, do you ever listen Fridays at 1130? She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that that show out in the pasture? (laughs) Yeah, that one. That one. And then she looked at me. And her eyes got real big. Real big. She realized, are you one of those guys? I am. Wow. I got a hug. You're kidding me. No, that's a big endorsement. That's Yeah, that's an endorsement. I love that show. So Uh, a listener in Rusk. In that area. In Rusk area. Yeah. Could be greater Recklaw area. Yeah, it could be. Cherokee County. It's it's south of me a ways. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's two big endorsements in one week for us. Yeah, that's big. Well, that's pretty cool. But then it got the surf festival got bigger. It had a million people having all these endorsements, and I'm standing there at the booth that you were at. Yes, I went there later in the day, and of all of a sudden, they're like, "What is all this going on at this Bell Ross house over here?" There was a commotion, a lot of commotion. There are people standing around, and you have ladies with cameras, several ladies with cameras, and you know something's up. Paparazzi. Yes. And I look over, and there's a guy on his knee standing in front of a girl on the patio or the porch of that uh, house. Okay. And I'm like, wait, I've seen that before. Yep. And when he stood up, she hugged him. That's an endorsement. And and it was like real giddy. I'm like, I've seen that before, too. Yep. Well, then all, all the pictures start happening. I'm like, wait, I've seen that. And then she brings out her hand and drops the hand where everybody can look at the ring finger. Uh, I instantly knew what had happened. You put all that together. I, yeah, I did go to school. Two and so. two and two and two. That's right. You and had them. I think that's eight. But anyway, there the point go. is, there was a proposal on the Bell Ross house at the CERT Festival. It was, uh, many people know Jana Ross, Jana Inlow. Sure. Her daughter, Savannah. You know, that's the Ross family. That's their family, the Bell Ross house. So they're at the family home. She loves the Surf Festival. And her now fiancé, Joshua Hudspeth, uh, proposed to her there. And those guys that kept shooting the guns, like the Civil War guys or whatever they were. Right. After that, they shot guns. Like a two-gun salute. Yeah. And then I thought, was this a shotgun wedding? I didn't know because yeah. I was there. I could help can. out. I mean, I'm a minister. so <laughs> You were ready to go. I was ready to go. I've, I've got this. So I've got a Bible on my phone. We can do this. No problem. And uh, But no, I went over there. Because no one else from the Kiwanis booth would go over there to find out. Well, no, we were focused on syrup. Yeah, so I'm like, well, you know, I'll go for the sake of the radio show. I'll go. 
and I found out all the info. It was really cool, though. That's pretty darn cool. Yeah, I mean, that's local stuff. That's You can't make that up. And then you sent me a text message later in the day said, you missed the proposal. Yeah. And I had no idea what you're talking about. And that was it. It was, it was. I've never seen that at the Surf Festival. But now we can tell people, you can come get engaged here. It's yet another service that we can offer. We could have a drive through chapel or walk through chapel there at the Bell Ross House. And you can pick up some syrup while you're there. We were right across from Yeah. It's a great <laughs> wedding gift. <laughs> Registered at Target, Macy's, and the Kiwanis Syrup booth. Yes. <laughs> For a limited time only. For a limited time only. One day. That's it. So Come and get your yeah. syrup. <laughs> well, it was a huge, huge event. Great turnout. Great job to Miss Vicki Armstrong and her team. For all the work they put in and the and the great program they put together every year, uh, I would not want to do that. No, she was exhausted. Uh, had to be exhausted. Yeah, we were lucky to get her on the show when we did. She's a, she's also a local celebrity. Local celebrity. That, that surf festival brings in people from other states. I don't think people realize that. I mean, distant states. Yeah, to come for that. Yeah, it's a big deal. So it's a yeah, it's a huge deal. It's a big deal. Well, it was a great time. Well, tell you what, let's go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, we're going to jump right into this travel advisory. We're going to get everybody ready. And the big debate. of We're going to take on this big debate. Take yeah. it head on. Yeah. Because that's what we do on the show. We just jump right in. Both we're, not, we're not afraid. We're not afraid of this. We'll take it head on. We'll settle it once and for all. When we come back with more Out to Pasture on KPXI 100.7 FM. What's the difference between Stronghurt Pharmacy and the rest? It's the difference between doing business with a trusted friend or someone just doing a job. Tommy Strong and Cliff Hurt believe there's more to running a business than just making a sale. Stronghurt Pharmacy is a good neighbor pharmacy, so they go the extra mile to make sure their customers are well taken care of. Things like free delivery in the city limits or taking after hours emergency calls to getting to know their customers by name. You can't beat Stronghurt Pharmacy. 111 East Main Street, downtown Henderson. If you got the money, I've got the time. We'll go honky talking and we'll have a time. We'll make all the night spots dance, drink beer and wine. If you got the money, honey, I've got the time. There you have it, man. And, and this is, uh, Lefty Frizzell? Our very own Lefty Frizzell, native, Corsicana, Texas. I see the tie-in. There you go. Yeah. There you go. We're going to set the stage, folks. Big road trip over to Corsicana. We're going to jump right into this debate here about how to get there because it's it's been all over town, man. People discussing, do you go through Tyler or do you go through Palestine? And there's a third option. A lesser-known sort of a... Which I have done. Well, I've done it, too. And Mark's obviously done this. He he talked about it. Mark, You know, our own Mark McLean, he's generally speaking a Tyler route to Corsicana guy, but he does does enjoy the Jacksonville, Athens. Yeah, and and I've enjoyed it. Cut through. The cut through, so to speak. But, so really, the the debate is over, do we go to Corsicana through Tyler or Palestine? Yes. And, And I think it comes down to one thing, and this should decide it for everyone. In Palestine, there's a restaurant called Little Mexico. <laughs> Thus, you go the Palestine route. So, well, I, I don't know what else there is to say. That that solves everything. And my, if you don't want Mexican food, there's Giovanni's right next right door next to door. it. So, I mean. And I mentioned to you, if you're just looking for, like, historical sites, because we're right. going to talk about some of these historical right, sites right. in Corsicana, mm-hmm. but even before you get there, 
when you're in Palestine, if you go to Giovanni's or Little Mexico, you cross through the intersection. There on your left, there's that real nice filling station mm-hmm. there. You pull in and get some gas. That is the very site, Matt, where our own Trina Foster refilled with a Slim Jim and a cheese stick after the HISD Tim building event a couple As years ago. As featured on Out to Pasture. As featured yeah. on Out to Pasture. So, so you might want to stop and see that on your way just right. to take it in. You allow a little extra time on the trip for that. Pick up a, a Slim Jim and a Slim Jim. That's two mentions for Trina on the show today, by mm-hmm. the way. Honorable mention to Trina Foster today. Great job over at the school. Well, now, back to this Letsy Frizzell. Come on. From Corsicana. Yes. Uh, now, that's that's old country. That's old country. Which I'm a, I'm a big fan of old country. I'm not really in so much new country because I can't tell what new country is. Yeah. It sounds like everything else to me. It does. I'm, you know, of course, huge Johnny Cash fan, but who is it? Who right? is it? I mean, who is it? But what you've told me is that this song that we just heard was actually um, pitched to little Jimmy Dickens. No, that's according to the Out to Pastor musical research staff. They've been on this job for a couple hours. According to my, my research staff, what I understand is that was Lefty's first big hit. He wrote that song. Guy heard him do it. They recorded it, took it to Nashville. They played it for none other than Little Jimmy Dickens. Now, you know I'm a big fan of Little Jimmy Dickens. Oh, yeah. Dickens. You're a big fan of Little Jimmy. Big fan, <laughs> big fan of Little Jimmy. Little Jimmy heard it, and he said, I hate it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> he didn't like it at all, passed on it. They went on down the street, found another promoter, took it, went on to be a number one hit, launched his entire career. Much like... And I feel a certain kinship with Jimmy Dickens on yes, this, I because as this. you know, yeah. mm-hmm. I was the guy that said cell phones were probably just going to be a fad. Yeah. And, you know, that could happen, possibly. Hadn't happened yet, but it could. No, you've been wrong for 30 years. I'll just say that. <laughs> Timing is everything. Yeah. <laughs> so little Jimmy and I both missed one. But, yeah, so that just goes to show that happens to the best of them. Right. Every once in a while. But we don't wrong. want our, our listeners to get it wrong on the travel. No, no. So we, we've got the big debate going through Tyler or Palestine. And, and from what I've heard, I have more people talking about the Palestine route than Tyler. Well, I took just an informal poll now. Now, we got Mark McClain here at the office mm-hmm. at first, Tyler. You and I are both Palestine routers. Alton Pryor said he's going Palestine. And you've got to respect Alton. You've got to have a lot of respect He knows all these roads. He knows. And then I went right to the heart of the matter. I went, you know, if you want directions on how to get to somewhere and which is the best route, I go to my Edward Jones broker, Jeb Howard. So I had Jeb down in the financial district this week. We had a little meeting, and we managed to, I managed to get enough of his time, his very busy schedule, to ask him what he thought. And Jeb just shrugged and said, it's Palestine. Of course, now Kelly's from Palestine. And again, Little Mexico. But the first thing he said was, Oh, we go to Palestine. You got to stop at Little Mexico. Yeah. So, so there you have it. I mean, Tyler has Chewy's and some of these chain restaurants. Well, sure. But you can get that anywhere. You can get it anywhere. Little but, Mexico. But now, when you get to Corsicana, whichever route you go, whichever you go, I still say the southern or at least Jacksonville through Athens. But whatever. Miss all that Tyler traffic. When you get to Corsicana, there are some things you need to know. There are some things you need to know. Another travel advisory. Another travel advisory. We're going to have you prepared. now Because you want to get there early anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't want to sneak up to the stadium right at kickoff. This no. is going to be a big event. But it turns out Corsicana is a pretty cool place anyway. You know, Corsicana is just a little bit younger than Henderson. Founded in 1848. Another oil field boom town just like us. 
But in Corsicana, they discovered they're all by accident, man. Mm-hmm. They're drilling for water here <laughs> got, downtown. Got the wrong said, liquid. <laughs> oh, what is that? That's some dirty water. <laughs> but as we say, it worked out okay. Now, there's no, there are no Vikings, as far as I know, that traveled through Corsicana. No rune stones? There's no rune stones. Mm, that's disappointing. But they do have the Pierce Civil War Museum, which is a big item that's, over that's there. That's cool. We've got the Cook Center Planetarium, Matt, over at, at Navarro College. It's the second largest planetarium in the entire state of Texas. Wow. You can take that in. And then, of course, where well, you're going to be. Well, wait. These Vikings. Did the Vikings... Well, they didn't come through there. I thought maybe they named the town. Where, where's Corsicana? Well, it's a good question. I mean, where's that from, anyway? It, the fellow that, that named the town wanted it named after the Mediterranean island of Corsica. He does know we're not on the island, right? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> he might involve in that water drilling project. Well, too. maybe he's talking about Lake Palestine, you know. Lake Palestine's there. nearby. Yeah, Coffee City, that old fish place. So it's it's not really an island, but it's there's some water over there. It's okay. amongst some water. We'll go with that. But, but, yeah, as far as we know, no Vikings sailed up Lake Palestine and didn't carve anything on anything like they did up in and, heaven. And they didn't get any fruitcake. No, but they could have. Because I know where you're going to be if you get there before game time. You're going to be over at the Collins Street Bakery trying to score one of those world-famous fruitcakes. Oh, they're world-famous. They are world-famous. They famous. really are. They're yeah. world-famous. I think they're more for decoration. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> the research staff noted that there is in Manitou Springs, Colorado, there's a fruitcake throwing contest every year where they encourage you to bring your leftover fruitcakes and see how far we can chunk them. I have a feeling there are a lot of throwing contests around the nation into a trash can or something like that. So, <laughs> well, you know, this is fruitcake season. It is. And, November, and December. What was it? Collins Street Bakery. Collins Street Bakery. That's world famous. World famous. They're doing three million pounds of fruitcake every year, Matt. And some of their big fans are almost as big as ours. It's a pretty... I mean, there are some notable people on yeah, the list. Not like our... Our celebrity list. There's probably overlap between their list probably. and ours. Their customers Did, include... Didn't... Yeah, Princess Caroline. Princess Caroline of Monaco. Monaco, yeah. That's, I mean, that's easy. I think I think Monaco's within range of the KPX signal, but I'm not sure. It'll be close. But she could stream it over yeah, the internet. Yeah, you can go to Twitter and get it now. So, Princess Caroline of Monaco, the folks at Madison Square Garden, and then one of your favorites, Vanna White. Vanna White. Will of Fortune. Yeah. Will of Fortune. Now, Pat's not on the list. I don't know why Pat got out of the He may be allergic to it. (laughs) (laughs) Box, so there's probably some overlap between that list and our listener list. It's got to be. Well, with the names you listed, there's got to be a number. (laughs) Now, now here's something that cracked me up, too. I got to look at this fruitcake situation because I know how much you love fruitcake. So I want to be prepared with the fruitcake facts. It turns out that fruitcakes date way, way back. And one of the long-running controversies about fruitcakes is do you soak it in alcohol? And various times, like, like rubbing alcohol, no, like rum. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking more like setting fire to it. I'm thinking, the, yeah, that's 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 the fun part. Apparently, yeah. if uh, if you treat it with with some sort of alcoholic beverage, it keeps much longer. Do tell, do tell. And apparently, just this last this last summer, man, in August, I'm not making this up. Archaeologists discovered. Inside the oldest building in Antarctica. Now, we're talking about down by the south pole of the world. So you're talking about downtown Antarctica. I'm talking about further south than Shelbyville and San Augustine. Ooh, that is further south. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there's, there's a place I didn't know Antarctica. anything went further south. <laughs> well, these guys weren't sure either. They went to explore it. 
And they went down there, and inside this hut that they occupied in 1911, just this past summer, 106 years later, they found a fruitcake. Wow. <laughs> fruitcake. <laughs> and the, the archaeologist said they unwrapped it and looked at it. And she said, I wrote this down so I can get it right, Matt. She said that when they opened it up, there was a very, very slight rancid butter smell. Hmm. But otherwise, it looked and smelled entirely edible. So basically, what do you get today? It's like it was brand new. Wow. <laughs> Maybe it's from College Street Bakery. It could have been. Because that was around in, what, 1894? Yeah, it actually could have been. It could yeah. have been a College Street Bakery. So who knows? Who knows? It could have been some Vikings came through there. Of course, you can't pick it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Carried it back to England where it got sold to Robert Scott, the polar explorer, and then it ends up in this, this building in Antarctica. All from Corsicana. All from Corsicana. The funny thing is they're going to put it all back. Now, this intrigued me. They said because it's an archaeological site, once they take it out and they inventory it, photograph it, and preserve it, then they go put it all back. So the fruitcake is headed back to Antarctica when they're done with it. That sucker will be there forever. It'll be there forever. Yeah. Now, one more thing while we're on food and Corsicana. i got to mention we're running out of time. Yeah, yeah. I did not know this. This is something. Now, this I'm is really, no news yeah. you can use. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, Matt, that among all the famous things that happened in, in Corsicana, it was in downtown Corsicana in 1895, 1895, Matt, that our good friend Lyman T. Davis delivered his first batch of his famous chili. And see, people don't know it's famous. Not yet. At that time, they didn't. No. It was so popular, he started canning it in 1921. And today we know it as... Well, he put a picture, let's just do it this way, he put okay. a picture of his pet a on Jaguar the label. That's <laughs> <laughs> right, it's the world-famous Jaguarundi chili. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen today. <laughs> he put a picture of his pet on the label, and that pet is still featured on the label today. And what was the pet's name? The pet was not a Jaguarundi, okay. nor was it a wildcat, but it was in the canine family. Oh. His pet was a wolf. A wolf. Wolf's brand chili. Hence, Wolf brand chili. He named it after his pet. Born and raised in Corsicana, Texas. And we have people going to the pantry right now. i got to check this out. <laughs> Wolf brand chili. Born in Corsicana. You know, as featured. You know, Trey should, out Trey should think about this. He's got pork chop at his house. <laughs> his pig. He could put pork chop on something and start selling it. <laughs> you know. He could. Yeah. You better keep pork chop, pork chop away from that Jaguarundi is what I'm worried about. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, so take the southern route. If you need to go the northern route, go through Tyler. You can do that. If you want to stop I mean, there is Chewy's, a Freebirds there now. Go to Freebirds. Do what you want to do. You go that route if you need to, but I'm just telling you, in town, the consensus led by Alton Pryor, endorsed by none other than Jeb Howard. Now, we didn't get Dave Powell's vote, but we got Jeb Howard's vote. Go to Palestine, stop at Little Mexico. Yeah, uh, Dave's not going to get past like Palestine. Yeah, that's probably right. So that's probably right. But that's okay. He'll be wandering around the shores of Lake Palestine. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> all right, so that settles that. Let's take a break. When we come right back, we it's got all a football. few more items. We got to talk yeah, about football. football. We come back. Football. It's showtime. Right back with more out to pasture on KPXI 100.7 FM. This is Jamie Holmes. My parents taught me to play fair, and I believe that whether it's in sports or in life, everyone needs to play by the rules. That's why I've made it my business to represent East Texans against unfair insurance companies for nearly 25 years. It's our job to keep them honest, and that makes my mama proud. If you need any help with the insurance company, call Jamie at 903-657-2800. He'll help you out. 
because his mother said so. Don't ever step on a snake Or you're making a big mistake For the sake of your protection I suggest you change direction Get out of there for good, for goodness sake Don't ever step on a snake The surprise may be more than he can take And you'd feel the same way too If someone stepped on you While you're lying in the sunshine half awake be yeah, kind to old Joe Blake. Yeah. No, you know what is ironic about this song? <laughs> Tell me. It makes me think of the comedy troupe Monty Python, which has a snake name in it. Wow, that's just really tying it all together. It had sort of an Australian accent to him, didn't he, when he's singing? I wonder if they're fans of that roller derby stuff. Well, I was going to mention, before we do football real quick, I just got to tell this. I'm watching ESPN this weekend, and there's women's roller derby, Matt, on television. Now, I don't even know what the rules are, but I'm telling you that the athletes had names like Bone Shaker and uh, Lady Trample. And Lady Groot. Lady Groot. <laughs> She's a Marvel Universe fan. I don't even know what what the object of the game was. To not die. But I can tell you at the end, it was the team from Australia that won. So I reported that to Judge Chad up in Diana. Because, you know, I've, I've mentioned to you before, Chad, Chad basically wants to be a rider on Out to Pasture. Yeah, he's, he's a fan. And Chad immediately said, well, it's even more impressive that the, that the Australian team won when you think about it. Because, after all, at home, they probably skate in the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back uh, to football. Back to football. Back to football. Tonight in Corsicana. Our very own eight and two Matt Henderson Lions taking on those pesky Navasota Rattlers. Yeah, and they're what six and four, something six like and that. Four. But, they got a good team down there. But yeah, don't let that that number fool you. I mean, they're mm. still. You, we've got to go in and take care of business. We're going to take care of business. They are tied yeah. for second, tied for first place in their district. Only lost to their district champion by four points during week seven. They're on a three game win streak. I looked at a little video last night. They got some big kids. And they throw the ball pretty well. But the thing that scares me the most, Matt, is this kid wearing number 20 that I mentioned to you. Yeah. Senior linebacker, none other than Eric Estrada. <laughs> Eric Estrada. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Punch. Punch. <laughs> you know his mom watched Punch and John. She's yeah. a big fan of chips. She's Had a big to be. fan of chips. Had to be. So we're just wondering he's going to show up not on a motorcycle. Yeah, Eric Estrada. What if, he, what if he was like the police escort for the bus oh, yeah, out that, front on the motorcycle <laughs> with the helmet and the shades? Please let that happen. Oh, it's got to happen. Please, whatever. If, if Out to Pastor was running that program, that would That's happen. what would happen. That would That's happen. why we're not running it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they've got a quarterback, too, that yikes. Yeah, yeah. He threw for 200 yards and four touchdowns last week. And you probably saw in our paper, Coach Castles said he's probably the best quarterback we've seen so far this year. So. They're going to have their hands full. They're going to need to work hard, get in there and take care of business. Well, and they're, they're so. ranked, what, uh, 269 and we're 154. Yeah. But but the, at this point, who cares about numbers? That's right. You have got you just have to win. you got to go ahead and do Forget it. Forget numbers, you go to win. you got to do you it. My money's on the Lions. I think Coach Castles have them ready to play. The oh, kids have been so. playing well. They're looking forward to this. And, you know, and, and it's quite an accomplishment. I'll just say this in passing. It's quite an accomplishment. You think about all the kids we graduated last year, and you lose talent like we lost to uh, – Tristan and, and LaKendrick and the, an offensive line have been together for basically three years, and you come back and ask all these kids to step into new spots and take over, and 
in the toughest district in Texas. Yeah. You go eight and two. That's pretty good. One loss to what you know could very well end up being the state champion if we don't get unless we have our way with them. They could very well end up being the state champion, and then you're other to a big rival in a game that could have gone either way until you had a late fourth quarter injury. So yeah. that's an amazing season for the kids. Really proud of them. Well, you know, very similar at Carlisle. Carlisle has, I believe, two seniors on varsity. Two. I mean, that's that's a young, young team, which is great for the next couple of years. But that's that's tough when you're – you have that much youth. It is tough, but you know they they did well. They're seven and three. They they have a tough district too. You know. Yeah. Now they're and, now, uh, they're part of our our out to pasture double double header this week. Right. This is going to be on Saturday with Carlisle. Now Henderson's Friday tonight. Yeah. So you can come home and then you can regroup. Right. Because Carlisle is playing. Basically, it's a home field game. Home field advantage is in Rusk. Yes. At 5 o'clock on Saturday. 5 o'clock on Saturday, you can skip over there and catch the the Carlisle Indians against the Groveton Indians. Yeah. Over at Rusk in their by district matchup on Saturday, and Groveton, Matt, same kind of story, man. They had a good season. They lost their district champion by one point just last week, and they got a quarterback that's put up a lot of good numbers. Yeah, over this there. quarterback has has. Um, we were talking about the one for uh, Navasota, but the one here, he's tossed what eighteen touchdowns. Yeah, seven interceptions. So that's. The, but still, that's not even one a game. Over 2,100 yards, and he was uh, averaging, what, 300 yards, and he was out for two games. <laughs> 300-yard average, wow. he missed two games. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to need to try and contain that situation on Saturday if we can. Yeah. Because he looks like he's the real deal. So that, that could be interesting. But I think uh, I'm going with Carlisle. I'm going with Carlisle. I'm, I'm going, going with Henderson and Carlisle. I'm going with, with the Lions on Friday, and I'm going with the Indians on Saturday. The Indians from Carlisle. The local Carlisle yes. Indians on Saturday. The home home team. Here. The home team. So we need all of our Rusk listeners to go support Carlisle. Yep. Let's fill those stands Let's up. Let's fill those noise stands. And tell Groveton, get on out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't got no time for that. <laughs> <laughs> now, one last thing from the football category. This is this is kind of a disappointing report, but it's 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 not the end of the story. No. But we brought our listeners up to speed last week on Trey's pickums in the Henderson Daily News, and Trey was positioned. He was right on the lip of the cup, man. He could have brought this thing home, and we pointed out last week it was going to be decided on the field the way it was intended to be right. decided. And it was. But Trey went 11-5 and five last week on his picks, which is still a heck of a week. Heck of a week. But, gosh, Nancy was at 12-4, and four, and our man Hughes just about ran the table. He's came in at 14-2 and two last well, week. Well, and if you'll notice, Trey gets the picks, and he sends them in, and I, I think they're keying off of his picks. It could be. I think they're like the Patriots. They're intercepting this stuff. <laughs> so, and, and you have two picks. Trey will always – well, he'll always pick Henderson. Yep. He's always going to pick A&M. Yep. And he's going to always pick anybody against Texas. So. Against Texas. <laughs> so you've got those three given. He doesn't have to work on those. Well, when he got those three in the bag this week, I thought – well, well, he got, he lost the Texas one, didn't he? Yeah, so they unfor- their unfortunately. Off. Yeah. So that that ran him down one, but you know, heck of a season for Trey. But third place, first rookie year, and he could meet him in the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's in third place, so he's in the playoffs. That's the good news. Yeah, yeah. And so things go well. He can meet up with Nancy in the third round. Maybe catch Hughes in the fourth. So take him down. Yeah. You saying there's a chance? <laughs> yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we do have one other event happening today and tomorrow, um, and I don't know all the hours, but Texas Bank has a 
um, a trailer at this cook-off, the Texas Oilfield Angels cook-off. Oilfield Angels cook-off. Yeah, and this is a fundraiser to help yes. people and all, but it's a great event. We have a trailer out there. I'm sure we'll win first place, obviously, because yes. we're Texas Bank. Yes. We're cool like that. But come see us out there um, and go see the other people, that whatever they're cooking, that's not quite as good as ours, but hey. It's for a good cause. It's for a good cause. Yeah. If you need any details, get in touch with Burl Richardson. Burl is a big sponsor and big supporter of that program. Yeah, and it, it, it's really cool. So make your way out there if you can. Get filled up. Go to the football games. Have a great weekend. So head west. Go west, Tyler. young man. <laughs> either Tyler or Palestine. If you, if you go the south route, maybe we'll see you at Little Mexico and Palestine tonight. And if you're going to Rusk, there is a Waterburger at the intersection. There's a Waterburger at the intersection. <laughs> and some other stuff, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that's about run us out of time for this week. Wow. He's ready for us to get out of here. <laughs> Attention, Walmart shopper. <laughs> Lights are flashing. Bring your final purchase to the county. <laughs> we'll be back next week with more Out to Pastor. It's KPXI 100.7 FM. Good show. Good show.